Blog Talk Radio. Mars now that's moved into Virgo 
out of Leo that's in opposition to Neptune. So Neptune's at two degrees Pisces, Mars is at two degrees Virgo. That's kind of an interesting thing. Traditional interpretations besides being, you know, betrayals and um, feeling um, strongly disillusioned and disappointed by actions that we take in the world. Uh, there's a lot of addiction energy there with the Mars-Neptune opposition. There's a lot of uh, substance abuse and um, and addiction and abuse energy. So, you know, if you're going to be indulging in the next couple of days or over the weekend, you want to be careful that you don't overdo it with a Mars-Neptune opposition. Jupiter at 19 degrees. Uh, Cancer is also making fairly good aspect around the um, around the wheel. Saturn 11 degrees Scorpio. It's sort of in a wide conjunction with Mercury. I think that's giving us a strong focused, um, strong focused intuition. Mercury is going to go retrograde and come back um, conjunct to Saturn, so it remains in that sort of tight conjunct relationship. Uranus and Neptune. Uh, sorry, Uranus and Pluto. Uh, very, very much square, very much headed back into an exact square at the end of October with Pluto moving direct and Uranus moving retrograde now. So we're reviewing the aspect that's the sort of rebellious aspect. We're reviewing how well did our rebellion accomplish uh, what it what it you know was intended to accomplish with the with Uranus retrograde. It was not really a time for new rebellion as uh, I think the Congress in the United States found out. And Pluto moving forward is giving more of that transformative energy. So hopefully there's uh, transformation um, coming as far as the the Uranus-Pluto dynamic. Uranus is bringing the independence, and Pluto is bringing the structure, the... um, the the sort of overriding authoritative structure that we live in. And um, the two are very much embattled. They're embattled in many countries. We see it happening kind of all over the world. And so far, you could be quite proud of the global energy that it hasn't boiled over yet. So that's awesome. We have another um, uh, square coming in October. We have two more squares, the exact squares that were going to happen in 2014 as well. And then we'll have one final one, an exact square in 2015. So this is the mid part. We're really in the mid part, 2013, of an an ongoing uh, abrasion, abrasive energy between Uranus and Pluto as they try and work out the independent voice of the individual in relationship to the the government or the corporation or the stronger uh, hierarchies that exist. We've seen it in the government. We've seen it uh, in our personal relationships. But it's you know it's it's prevalent. You can see it in the Arab countries. You can see it in things like Edward Snowden. That was very uh, Uranian of him against the government. Uh, you can see it in uh, things like the conservative party movement in the Congress. They're trying to create a very loud, independent voice that's very Uranian. And it clashes with Pluto. How much will the Plutonic energy give? How much will it yield um, in the authoritative structure? How much of it will need to be uh, broken down and changed? Um, That's your Global Energy Minute. And I'm Dr. Craig Martin. You're listening to the Inside Connection Radio. I do have a few people holding, and I think that they're waiting for readings tonight. So uh, I might I might end up doing uh, you know a few readings rather than getting into the topic. 
Uh, let me just take a, a, a quick look at the person who's been holding the longest here. Hi, you're on the Inside Connection. Hello. Hi there. How are you? I'm Hi. good. How, how are you? Good. I got a moon in Aries, so I would really appreciate if you can take a quick peek at my chart. Sure, absolutely. Tell me what your first name is. Lena. Um, Lena, what's your last name? Hill. And uh, your birth date? March 7, 1962. 1962? Right. Mm-hmm. And um, do you know your birth time? 12.03 p.m. And how about your birth town? Iceland, New York. Okay, got it. So let's take a look at your chart. Do you know a little bit about your chart? Yes, I do. <laughs> and no, okay. I have a moon in Aries. I have rise in Cancer. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, you have a very... Um, yeah, well, the moon's the ruler of your chart because you have cancer rising. Um, mm-hmm. the, the the new moon that's going to be, I'm sorry, the uh, the full moon that's going to be happening is really at the other end of Aries. Your moon is at four degrees Aries, so it isn't exactly going to be happening right on your moon. I think um, some strong things that are going on in your chart have to do with the fact that Saturn is in Scorpio, and you've got one, two, three, four planets in Aquarius. And so there's some there's there's it it you've had to you know work on some letting go things that haven't been serving you um, maybe in re, in regard to relationships um, because Saturn is the mm-hmm. ruler of your seventh house so there's um, mm-hmm. it's like a time of needing to not only discipline yourself but of needing to become um, very honest about what no longer serves you in your life and how you need to potentially like get get some of those things out of your life because they may be creating stagnation. Um, Saturn, Saturn square, because you have Saturn in Aquarius, it's not necessarily an easy time that you're going through right now. Um, but no. So, no. <laughs> so what's happening? I'm living with, I've been out of work, I'm living with family, so I'm really uh-huh. have to get on my own. This is right. a very good place. I've always been independent my whole life. Right. Right. Um, how can you how can you do that right now? You know, I mean like I'm trying to I've been looking for a job. Um, I mean, um searching high and low. I think I spoke to you in June or July uh-huh. and I was really hoping something would come through by then but no yeah. No job yeah. yet. Uh, well, Jupiter is gonna be going into your um into your second house uh, early next year. I know that's already a couple more months away, but the second house is the house of finance. So I think there's some good signs as Jupiter goes into Leo, especially it's going to make positive aspect with your planets in in um, in Aquarius. Uh, Jupiter is also the ruler of your sixth house, which is the house of work. So I would think as uh, 2014 gets closer, and as we go into it, your chances for finding a job are better. Um, you mean wait till July to 
find a job. No, I didn't say July. I said as we get into 2014. Mm-hmm. No, not mm-hmm. July. So, you know, oh. I'm, I, I, you know, I see where you've been very independent as an Aquarius. You want to have an independent life, and especially with the Moon in Aries, you you don't do anything like any work for yourself. You're not making any money like on the side, doing any kind of little independent things. No, I'm not. Huh. Because with the moon in Aries in the 10th house, it, it looks like you have it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a sort of independent nature that you, that you you know, you should be able to figure out how to drum up uh, something for yourself in the interim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, at one time I was doing some companion work on the side, and I was, uh, in, you know, as a contract. I did contract work there, and, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to taking something up like that again. Right. I mean, uh, Well, have you put any, have you put any, um, have you put any ads out for yourself? Do you know there are some websites like Mm care.com where you can work for the elderly and stuff like that? So you can Mm -hmm. take out an ad and see if somebody contacts you for that kind of employment. And that, 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 because you have Pisces at the Midheaven, Doing anything like that that's service oriented is really is you're you have a strong connection with being a really good caretaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a good caretaker. It's just a shame the family didn't appreciate me. Yeah, well you can find a different family. I would recommend right now that you try and at least look at a couple of websites including care dot com and um mm-hmm. there's an opportunity there for you to create a free listing. I know the people that put ads on there put them on for free. So um, why don't you take a look at that, and um, then you and I can talk again mm-hmm. at another time if it doesn't seem to pan out something for you. Do you okay? think I'm going to have to wait for July for a move? No, I didn't say that. I don't know why I keep saying that. No. <laughs> I didn't say July. No, you no. must have misheard me. No, I just I know you said Jupiter's going to my second house in July, so I thought maybe... No, no. Jupiter is going into your second house this year. Because mm-hmm. it's just late, okay. the late 20s of Cancer. So it's headed in that direction now. All right? Okay. All right. Thank All right, you. Lena. I'll talk to you again. So, yeah, it's, I think it's, um, I think it's, it's difficult when, um, when you know we have a situation where we're looking for employment, we can't really figure out what's our best course of action. Sometimes certain planetary energies create that, like Neptune can create a very confusing energy. And like what I said in the Global Energy Minute, if um, you know Mars is in opposition to Neptune right now, there can be some confusion and some difficulty. I'm going to continue with the switchboard and uh, go to... Um, Area code three one five. Area code three one five. You're on the inside connection. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Oh yeah, not a problem. Have I worked with you before? Um, I'm not sure. I've called okay. a lot of shows. That's your fine. <laughs> That's fine. Um, tell me your first name. My name is Annette. Your first name? Annette. Oh, Annette. Mm-hmm. With two two N's. Yes. I might 
Um, is your birthday May 24? No, December 12th. Uh, I mean, so then I, I, I haven't worked. I haven't worked with you, <laughs> but I have worked with another Annette. Okay, so mm-hmm. what's the first initial of your last name, Annette? F. F. And your birthday again is December. Thirteen. Thirteen, nineteen. Fifty-nine. Fifty-nine, and you know your birth time? I think it's eight oh three a.m. A.M. in the morning, and how about your birthplace? Uh, Syracuse, New York. Okay, we got it. So do you know anything about your chart? No. Okay, great. Then I'm going to give you a little quick, but um, okay. So you're Sagittarius. And you also have Jupiter and Mars in Sagittarius. It just means that when you were born, those planets were in front of those signs. It's not, I'm not like making that up. It's really coming from the way that the planets were aligned when you were born. That's what someone's chart is based on. Mm-hmm. Um, the, because you were born in the early morning, your the 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 planets in your chart are kind of just rising above the horizon and that that position makes you very sensitive makes you the kind of person who um has a deep sense of uh what's going on for other people being that i would assume having these three planets in sagittarius you must be fairly spiritual or at least connected to some kind of philosophy or truth or it's hard to be a sagittarius and not and not be i think um not be someone who's at least truthful with themselves or seeking some kind of truth, whether it's through spirituality and religion or whether it's through uh, world culture. Sagittarians are usually quite interested in in life. They have a great curiosity. Being that that's connected to the 12th house, I see Sag Pisces, the 12th house is Pisces. I see that Sag Pisces combination as something very spiritual, like you have a very deep connection to the um, the welfare and the well-being of others. Like There's a lot of compassion in your chart, in your personality. It's not to say that you're not intense and that you're not hardworking and that you're not reliable and dependable and that you also don't have a funny sense of humor. You have all of those things also going on in your chart. But I'm drawn so strongly to this um, Sun-Jupiter conjunction in the 12th house. One, because you have Sagittarius rising, and that makes Jupiter the ruler of your chart. You're kind of a, a big personality, even if you find at times that you might be a little bit shy. So there's a part of you that can be, I think, very outgoing, talkative, funny, a little bit like making people, you know, laugh, especially because you have Moon and Gemini. You want to make people laugh, especially when you're on. And there's another part of you that just cannot wait to get away from everybody and go and be by yourself so that you can go and find some inner peace in your own personal spiritual path. Um, how are we doing? Very well. <laughs> You're right. So the the, the right now are, are you working? Um, no, I'm not. You're not working. Um, so not in the sense that I'm used to. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Do you want to be working? 
Yeah, um, I, I've got a situation I've got to get through, and then um, I want to own my own business again. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, the situation that you've got to get through has to do with the fact that Neptune is square your moon. And so, you know, if there's some woman, uh, it could be a friend, it could be it, it could be a friend, it could be um, a sister even, but it, in, um, but if there's some female, I'm just feeling this female energy because it's the moon, that you feel like you've been involved with them and there's something confusing about it or you've been lied to or something like that, it, it's because that actually has happened and that's why that's confusing you. And you, that, that relationship's difficult because you, you, you lost some trust there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, who is that person? My daughter. Ah, uh, see? And it's in the fifth house. I should have said daughter. Um, yeah, that's hard. It creates mm-hmm. a little bit of a fracture there for you. It's not to say that that won't mend, but for right now, especially, Neptune's going to retrograde on your moon. So at least for another month or two months, um, you can expect some the same, you know, same old, same old. Don't expect mm-hmm. anything to particularly change yet with your relationship with her. How old is she? Um, she's 35. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's not easy for you right now. No. <laughs> um, but But I would say after... See, Neptune will be around two degrees all the way through till November, December, like January. After the new year, your relationship with her is going to change. It's going to lighten up. You're going to see a shift in her, and um, and and that'll be more positive for you. But for right now, it's just going to be more of the same, and you're kind of disgusted with it. Uh huh. So, what question yeah, yeah. can I answer for you? What question can I answer for you? Um, what do you see um, going in uh, romance? Uh, going in romance. Um, Mercury's in Scorpio. Okay. Um, okay, going in romance. Are you involved with someone right now? Just friendship right now. It's just friendship right now. Is the person older than you? Uh, four years. Mm-hmm. Four years. Are they mature? Like even though they're four yeah. years, are they are they like or you know what I mean? Like they are they responsible? They have their they have their shit together. <laughs> He's a lot more responsible than I am. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, how do you turn that from friendship into something new? Right now, it's your love life is very Saturnian, which means it's a little heavy. Uh, and it, it could be a little serious, meaning that I think if it's going to go from friendship into anything else, it's going to go from friendship into something very serious. And um, there's possibility for that, but at the same time, you need to be sure that that's the direction you want to go before you pull the trigger. Right. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Just because um, it, it's a, this is a serious person, it's a Saturnian person, meaning that your love life right now is being ruled by Saturn. It means all very serious and responsible and commitment-oriented. And it, it could be sexually good, I can tell you that, because Saturn's in Scorpio. Um, but at the same time, it's going to be also about 
uh, intimacy and uh, honesty and all kinds of sort of very intense emotional experiences. So um, I would say continue to go slow until you feel very confident that that's the direction you want to go in. Okay, he is a Scorpio. Yeah, I can only imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you'll have fun with that. Is his birthday in October? No, it's November. It's November, Scorpio? Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's not bad. I mean, yes, I can see why you have a friendship. The November Scorpios, you're friendly with them. The October Scorpios, uh, you're, you're a lot more sexually interested in them because you actually have Venus and Scorpio in your chart, Annette. When you were born, Venus was in front of Scorpio. And it makes you very, like a little bit of Scorpio in you, you know, as a woman, a little sarcastic, a little intense. Um, a little emotionally volatile. Um, but, uh, no, it, that doesn't look like a bad guy. I would definitely, though, give it time until you feel like you're ready to do something serious. Okay? okay. Listen, it you was good to talk to you. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. And um, I actually have one more person on hold. Um, area code 916, you're on the Inside Connection. Hi. Hi, I don't think that I've talked to you before. If you want, do you need the um, birth steps to talk to somebody? I do. I do. Okay. It's What's your first name? Diana. Uh, What's your last name? McClintic. Uh, Maybe you have. Are, Are you May the 7th? Yeah. Wow, okay, so I've talked to we, you before. I don't remember that. We have talked before, but it's been a while, Diana. Yeah, so May the seventh, May the seventh, 1954, one fifty one p.m. in Indianapolis. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let me give you a quick read, honey, and let's see what we do because the show's going to only have about four or five more minutes. So this is the big news. You're in the midst of the Saturn return, which is because of the age rate that you are, and you know that and all. We don't have to get into that. But it's a time, it's another cycle of maturity and making choices about where you want to move with your life for the next part of your life. And it's fairly, it's fairly dynamic uh, time in your life that you could look back on when you were 29, age 29, 29 and a half, and you could see some things that may have happened then. Some of that energy may repeat itself right now. So um, you have Saturn in the third house, but it's the ruler of the fifth. So it could be about children. Do you have kids? Yes. Uh-huh. They're grown and, up. And do you I'm have siblings? <laughs> My children are grown up. Do you have what, siblings? What was your question? Do you have a brother? Yeah, I've got two brothers. Older than you? One younger and one older. One younger and one older. It could be involving the older brother um, because uh, Saturn usually represents older and the third house is siblings. So is that brother okay? I think so. At least he claims he is. He probably wouldn't tell anyone if he wasn't. Okay. That kind of first. But okay, I do try to fine. call him once in a while to see if he is. We're not that's real close fine. anymore. Okay. Um, some things is actually Is it something should... to do with health or what? 
is, you know, I think your I think stuff. your health is actually really good right now because Uranus is the ruler of your health and Jupiter is conjunction conjunct Uranus and Cancer in the eleventh house. To me, it looks like it's a fairly good time for you health wise. I don't see it being about your own personal health. Oh, okay. I thought I meant my brother. Was it about his health or? It could be. It could be something having to do with his health. Yes. It could also have something to do with his finances. Wow. could have something to do with his finances as well because it's Scorpio. So if you're kind of called upon to help someone out financially, have you been? Well, actually, I'm in a situation where I need help. But yeah, you need help financially? Uh-huh. I always want... I, yeah, I'm homeless living on the road. My car's broken. Oh, my. <laughs> Somebody told me something was going to happen to my brother, and it actually happened to my best friend, who was a Scorpio. Uh Do you think maybe in the chart it's the same thing that you're picking up? It could be, absolutely. Because he's an older male, and um, he was my best friend. It wasn't romantic, but it was true friendship. And And what happened? died, but they told me yeah. that my brother was going to. They told me my brother was going to get Alzheimer's. Well, that happened to him, but he died really quickly after huh. that happened. Huh. He, he died in hip surgery. He never came out of the hip surgery with a normal mind. Huh. And then he died. Yeah. So you know, I was thinking that they had said brother, but meant it wasn't you. It was just the psychic said that out of the blue, not reading my chart. So yeah, no, but it definitely could be about this friend. And so that loss is something, though, that I think really stays with you. You know, it makes an impact on you. Oh, yes, it's made a big impact. He was the best friend I had. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I can't talk to him anymore, but although he has been in my dreams already. Right. Um, but I don't know if financially the family's going to give me anything that was his because he was spiritual like me, but the rest of the family was not spiritual. So well, it would I be nice if probably, they do. It would be nice They're if probably they going do. to give me his crystals. I really hope that because I think that's what he would want because they right. don't know what to do with crystals. <laughs> well, then I hope so, that that happens for you. So that was weird that it would be in a in an astrological chart the same thing that it was just an impression in a no, psychic. No, it's not weird. No, I mean yeah. it's it, you're going to find the same information coming from different sources. Absolutely, that's the big mm. news really for you right now. I mean, I think that you have the opportunity to have expanded friendship right now. Maybe even a new friend coming in, maybe a girlfriend, because you have Moon and Cancer in the eleventh. So there's a possibility that in the next few months you're going to meet a younger woman who you have friendship with, good friendship actually, um, because the moon's the ruler of your 11th and Jupiter is going to conjunct your moon. So I would somebody beneficial and helpful to you, sort of inspirational and also nurturing, um, but younger because Jupiter normally rules younger people. That and that's what we're going to look at tonight. I was hoping to find some work, you know. I was hoping to get to work <laughs> and get, you know, inside before the winter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some of the difficulty with that is that Neptune is square your midheaven, and Neptune, that means it's also square your IC, which rules your home. And that's one reason why there's been this dissolving of the foundation, you know, the work and the home life. 
And that continues on for just a little while longer. As far as being able to Jupiter was a ruler, um, I, I would hang in there. I would imagine that you should be able to find something by by the end of the year. All right. No, I have been hanging in there. I'm I'm a light worker on the road. <laughs> Working. All right, hon. Listen, always, I'll talk to you again. I'll talk to you again. Okay, okay. thank you very okay. much. You're welcome. Bye bye now. Bye. So that was great that that I uh, had a few callers tonight. I was happy to do that. I didn't really get a chance to um talk about my show topic. Um but let's just say that um the um because I wanted to mention something about it because it is tomorrow, even though I see I'm overtime. Um, when we're looking at the Aries-Libra axis in the chart, because Aries and Libra are opposite to each other, that's why we have a full moon in Aries, because the sun is in Libra. This is the, relation, this is the, the balance, the polarity between the self as an individual and the other that we're looking to interact with. The other is a reflection of the self, though, and the self is being reflected in the other. So the relationship that we have between one another, and especially that's going to be pronounced over the next couple of days, going to be really uh, pronounced energy, is this balance between ourselves as an individual and who it is that we're compromising with in order to reach some kind of an agreement or um, commitment with another individual. We have to be able to take our own individual will that's Aries, and subject it to the individual will of another individual. In the middle is where we find the capacity for compromise, and compromise is on this axis between the desires of the self and the desires of the other. I'm Dr. Craig Martin. You've been listening to the Inside Connection, and I'll be happy to talk to you again next Thursday, 8 p.m. Pacific. Good night.
Don't have the time for a drink.